after the show, it's the after party. We wanna party. The after party podcast with Freddie Mac and Matt. Welcome to the after party. Hiya. National Margarita Day. We are doing the show completely sober, though. Damn it. Dang it. That's okay, though. We missed Once an again, opportunity. We've been asked to go get margaritas at E19 after this at a bar right around the corner if you want to go out to work, but we got life to do, so. All good. Um, So it's Monday. How was your weekend? Weekend was good. Hung out with the family. Uh, hung out with you a little bit. We had to host an event. Yeah, that was Special Olympics. Fun. And uh, yeah, saw some friends. It was good. Good weekend. You? Okay. Same. Same as busy. Crazy as usual. Um, let's see. You ever going to get on a plane again? Yes. All right. After seeing that plane, that, that engine catch on fire on its way to Hawaii. What? When did, I did not see that. I ignored my like phone over, all weekend. Oh, this is over the weekend. So uh, United Airlines Flight 328 to Honolulu. Uh, they had to turn around just after takeoff, like minutes after being in the air because uh, engine failure. <gasps> and like passengers sitting on the wing or sitting right in front of the engine under the wing, um, got it on video. Just the, um, the engine is just, it was, it fell. Like actually I saw another picture of part of the engine, the outside of the plane in someone's yard. And then the plane was basically starting to fall apart Whoa! from th- that engine failure on that, on that one wing. So I was like, Whoa, Whoa. is that going to make you ever want to fly again? I actually just booked a flight yesterday. Where are you going? <laughs> I got a family wedding in uh, in a couple of months. Ah, is it a place warm? No, it's in Virginia. Mm. I mean, hopefully it's warm by then. But it is United, actually, too. The same airline. Now, they're talking about these Boeing 777s. Uh, there's older ones, and they're trying to remove them from the fleets, you know? Instead of using those older planes, just mm-hmm. do away with them. Uh, but it is kind of scary thing. It is really scary, but also when it comes to flying, like you take a chance every time. This is true, this and is, also statistics, like statistically, you get killed in your car. Flying is safer. That's what I was just about to say. They say flying is safer than um. There's the video right there on the on the news. Oh, you missed it. Like the they were showing the video of the passenger taking a video of the of the engine just spinning and falling apart. But they say flying is safer than driving, which. Statistically, yeah. Statistically, right? The accident ratio mm-hmm. and everything. Um, so I don't think, no, I don't think, ultimately, no, it, it won't stop me. Every time I fly, I get really scared. Like some people, I used to think it was really exciting. I mean, I like traveling and going to other places. The thrill. No, but I mean, you put your life in somebody else's hands. And every time I get on a plane, I'm like, going with God on this one. We'll see. And I think about dying every time. So <laughs> I really do. Yeah. Just say a little prayer. Just hope for the best, you yep. know? Yep. And really, when you're on the road, you're doing the same thing. Because it's not necessarily you yourself that you have to worry about. It's other people on the road not worrying about themselves. And in the, in the, in the, when you're on the plane, you're worried about, okay, hopefully the pilot takes his job seriously and he's safe and he's not hungover and he's not mm. high and like all this stuff, you know? Your brain just plays tricks on you. That's true, but because it's scary. Because you're like, well, I don't really know what happens. What happens next? What happens up there in that room that they won't let us look in? Um, Chris Rock has a joke, and I mean, the essence of the joke was he's talking about, you know, police officers and bad apples or whatever. But Mm -hmm. he was like, you know, some jobs you can't have, most jobs you can't have bad apples, like a pilot. Yeah. (laughs) Pilots like to (laughs) land the plane. (laughs) Some of our pilots, they're just a little, we got a couple bad apples. 
Would you get on that plane, you know? Oh, it's true. I never thought about it that way. I love when they say that about doctors. Like, doctors, too. Somebody that graduated at the bottom of the class. That's why they don't have class rankings. And... Yeah, man. So there's that. That's newsworthy mm. stuff there. But um, Life or death here. Well, I thought that this was cool. The best time to conceive is in November and December. Somehow. It doesn't why? say that this I is it doesn't say that this is the most common time. It just says it's the best time. That's when people are fertile the most, apparently. I wonder if that'll still be the same when all the research is done on uh twenty twenty. You know? How many more like babies? What, well, I guess mainly what was the main months well that says the best months to conceive? Yeah. Oh, okay. I guess I'm thinking the about the best time to conceive, the, November through December. I, okay. Or, I was thinking like the I guess most deli- most uh most popular time popular time yeah. last year where women were pregnant. Ah, uh, gotcha. It's the fall. It's always the fall. I feel Makes like for, sense. in a for, house more. Yeah. Well, and it's just exciting. There's a zest in the fall air that gets you horny. Randy. I was gonna say Randy, but I'm glad you went there. <laughs> it was uh, uncensored. <laughs> we can say the H word. Um, that is that is really interesting. I know. I think my mom conceived me uh if i do the math right because i was born in august same i was in so i was born in july yeah there must have, it had to be like november late november december oh damn mine's right? i'm like nine months right after my dad's birthday man dang it yo birthday, birthday is november sex. 10th birthday sex gross but i love that song <laughs> Now you go think about your dad. I, do. Ah! I hate you. I want to erase that memory right now. But can I also, in this odd segue, I went out to lunch with my dad yesterday, and it was fantastic. Yeah? Where'd you we, go? What'd you do? We went to a place on the west side. It's like a hole-in-the-wall bar. One of those hole-in-the-wall bars that's been there forever that has, like, exquisite food. You know how this- Love that. Oh, my God. It was I so I love it good. so much, yeah. So good. And we had such a blast. You know, I'm um, not drinking currently, and- we didn't drink anything. My dad doesn't drink anymore. And but we're at this bar where there are a lot of people day drinking, like people who go there every day. Oh yeah, okay. And Regulars. I, yes. And I was a bartender for like fifteen years and my dad hung out in bars a lot. And we were like going we were just like looking at all of them and we're like, Ooh, that's the one, like that's the hottest girl in the bar, you know? And <laughs> that's the one who that's the guy who comes all the time and and just talking about different different types of bar people or whatnot. It was a great time. But we spent a most a lot of our time talking about how much we love Tom Brady and watching YouTube videos of Tom Brady and commercials. YouTube videos of Tom Brady and commercials? Yes, because his commercials that he's in are actually really funny. And my dad is a lifelong Pats fan. Okay. They're our second team behind the Bengals. And, well, we love Tom Brady, though. He was 199th pick in the draft. And he was on the six-string quarterback and blah, blah, blah. And he's a legend. Yeah, six-string at Michigan. Love his story. Let's see. Tom Brady commercials. Cause I can't name a commercial that Tom Brady's in. You know what I mean? Well, my dad is the one who he had he, he had them all already prepared. Told me what to do. I guess I don't pay enough attention. Let's see this. this is, there's a compilation video here. What's the product? Intel. <laughs> that one's good. Computer systems. I don't get it. Uh, okay, a Foot Locker commercial. All right. I guess I don't really pay attention. It's just, I don't know. Tom Brady's. He's just the coolest. He really is. I don't know. I love him. Go for it. I think he's he's earned and works hard. He's earned all of his success. He studies oh, more than everybody. Thousand percent. I mean, that's why I don't. People who hate on him, I'm like, nah. You just he just tries harder, man. Put the work in. He knocks you out with the hustle. 
can't hate the hustle. Um, the first thing I want to talk about, I texted you about this last night. So, Chris D'Elia, is that how you say his last name? I think so, yeah. I've always never really known. Comedian, Comedian, actor. yeah. And I've always liked his work, thought he was like a real savage dude, and I used to have a big um, understanding and appreciation for that humor. I naturally now don't find it as funny, but I still, you know, he's a comedian, he's doing his thing. Sure. And then recently he was, I don't want to, recently he was... Accused. Accused of... What exactly was he accused of again? Uh, sexual misconduct. Sexual misconduct. Um, and intimidation of underage girls. Okay. There are now... This was like eight months ago, so this was last yeah, know, last summer-ish. And to me, this specific instance seemed like a lot of a guy who is a jerk, who is like trying to hook up with chicks. You know? Sure. And that happens a lot, and that sucks. Because he could. Yes, and a lot of people are jerks. But he, it wasn't for forcing, rape, raping somebody, forcing somebody to do something they didn't want to do. Um, as far as we know. Yes. Yeah. And he, I mean, what he, that's what he claims. Yes. Well, and no one else has said anything. He claims that what he says is, is true. The, anyway, I'm not on his. I'm not on his side. This is what I'm saying. Sure, I am um, as a as 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 a woman and as a feminist, and obviously I'm all about female rights, especially sexual female rights and all of this stuff. I he released a 10 minute video of himself last night, monologue of him apologizing, going through a sex addiction and going to rehab for it and everything. And the whole time, I was just thinking, shut up. Why I don't. Why, why Why? were you thinking, shut up? I think someone like him, and there are many other cases that are like him, that someone is accused of something. It has been everyone, I feel like as a society in general, we are to the point, men and women, we are just unhashing each other's sexual sex lives and the skeletons in everyone's closet. And I'm at to the point now where no one doesn't have a skeleton in their closet, and I don't want to know. Hmm. I don't think, I don't want to know about your sex addiction. I don't want to I I think you need to individually take care of it with the women that you have with the women's lives you've affected. Sure, but like privately. Yes. You don't need to do that publicly. What do you think it says about you or, or says about somebody like him who does it publicly? Like apologize. Like, I can't like really did. put my finger on it. And so put all his business out there about his sex addiction addiction and, and all that kind of stuff. Like what do you what because what, I mean I get what you're saying. Why not? Why do it publicly? You don't need to do that publicly. Just take it, take care of it, you know, on a personal level. But well, I wanted to ask you how you felt about it. I mean, as I feel like I might get totally slammed as a chick for saying this, but at the same nah, time, I mean, I'm like, sure opinion. yo, dude, like, shut up, like, just, just stop. We all just, I just want to move on. And sure. I'm using him as an example of so many people have been accused of so many things, making these grand apologies or whatnot and then telling us it's because of all of this and all of this and all this every person nobody's no, i don't know i got you i just feel no, like no, I, I, I don't want to hear it and i don't think it's beneficial that's the main thing i'm like what is this actually solving i don't want to hear about this and a lot of people are doing this and like just stop i don't want to know everybody's skeletons well i think that i was watching the video on youtube too and I was just like, wow. I, I kind of forgot about him, to be honest. Yeah. You know what I mean? It wasn't like he was putting out doing his podcast or doing his comedy or anything. It's just he he kind of went away mm -hmm. after the after the uh, allegations last summer. 
Um, I just thought, you know, he's getting, hopefully he's getting the help he needs and he's just letting us in on his world. Because it was such a public thing, mm-hmm. it happened publicly. Like a lot of the girls tweeted their stories. Yeah. I don't know how many of them, but quite a few of them. Because I remember the day it happened, and I remember reading like a couple of the girls' stories that they tweeted for whatever reason. They they said it, and that's they're mm-hmm. right, and they put it out on Twitter. It became national news, and for him to go on his YouTube t- channel and uh, and address it in the way he did, I mean, I don't really see. I see him trying to publicly apologize for what he was alleged to, to have done mm-hmm. publicly. Yeah, does that make sense? Yeah, no, totally. Totally. So, I mean, I think, we, he let us into his world because we've got forced into his world because, like, a lot of these people were, were claiming he did these things, and they said those things publicly. It wasn't like they went down to the courthouse privately and filed charges or whatever. You know yeah. what I'm saying? However that however I, that process so is. So you're saying, like, it was started publicly, he had to finish it publicly. Yeah. Come full circle with yeah, it. Yeah, I, I guess so. And he's such a public figure. He's not just some random Joe Schmo off the street that we True. don't know. He's a, he's a, he's a pretty well-known comedian and, and actor what i thought too was weird is the show you mm-hmm. on netflix you watch that i haven't it's really it's really good overall as a show but i don't want to and i know you haven't seen it i don't want to give it away his i will say that his character on that show for anybody that hasn't watched it, i won't i won't give it away but his character he- on the show is very interesting that's what everybody says. It's like the same thing. I remember when the story broke, they were like, oh, it's like exactly who he played. No one is surprised. Okay, so you already know and, that. And so. this is, Sorry, it, spoiler. And the, well, this is what I want. This is a piece of the show. Yeah. I, I think what aggravates me about this is, number one, let's Bill Burr it and say, like, I'm not surprised. Like, no one's surprised. You know, Bill Burr has a bit where he's, he talks yeah. about people who get accused of doing stuff, and he's like, why? Is anybody surprised? No. Not at this point, and I don't no. care. No. And now I'm getting to the point, and I was not like this before COVID, and now before everyone's business is out way more than it ever was. I don't know if it's COVID. I think it was a lot of it was the Me Too movement. True. It put things it, on the forefront like, yo, this is happening. These things are going on, and people need to be held accountable for their actions. 100%. Especially these public figures. I can't, I understand what you're saying, but... At the I, same time, I'm... I, people do need to, every human being needs to be held accountable, that 100%. And also, I mean, I wasn't the biggest fan of his before. Sure. You know, I'm yeah. just using him as an example. Um, that, like, I'm not surprised. And also, he's not, like, in my mind, he's a comedian who I look to sometimes, or when he's around, I think he's funny. And I don't want to know. His personal life. Am I am I surprised at all that he was um, a pushy sexual aggressor? Not. I'm not surprised at all. Not even close. I not think, even close. Does this does this change? I think back back to my first question. I was trying to. I guess I was trying to ask. Does this change your mind about him in any way? Like, yeah. For instance, would you ever go see him live if he starts touring again and things like mm. that? If he's starring in a movie, will you go see it? Like, will you support him, quote unquote, later on? I believe, and I have some comedy background as well. Sure. Comedians are effed up people. Like, yes, I've very. never met a comedian that didn't have some dark, dirty secret. Yeah. You yeah. know? And I guess my, you know, and I like. From their childhood trauma, dirty secret, whatever. That's how know? sometimes a lot of their comedy is developed from a very dark de- place. De- 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 definitely. Yeah. 
I mean, a lot of different dark places, different skeletons. Yeah, but. through through pain, you sure, know. Yeah. And and I'm very, I'm a big supporter on artist expression. So I'm kind of like, I don't know, he's messed up. Every every artist is super crazy. I don't want to know any more about these people's personal lives. To me, they're like entertainment, and like I and that that's it. And that's it. Like Matthew McConaughey, everyone's doing zooms from like their personal, showing them more of their yeah. personal world. I'm like, I don't want to know that. I want your personal world to be your thing, and I just enjoy your job. You know, so you don't want to know what movies Matthew McConaughey turned down, or if he turned down the role as a uh, no, that, that, <laughs> what's the name in Titanic? <laughs> but you know, you know what I mean. But you like, know, I get it. I get it. I feel like you want to see. They, you want them to be entertainers and not. I guess because when they're when these things are brought to the forefront and Chris D'Elia is making videos, for example, like, hey, I got a sex edition. I'm going through this. It takes away from what you see them. It humanizes them like maybe in the wrong way. Yeah. You don't want to know that much about them. You like to see them as an entertainer, as a comedian, as an actor, whatever artist on that platform. And that's it. I don't need to know the behind the scenes. Yeah. You come from a very different. Uh, that's a very unique perspective. I'm just, um, because me, I love, I, I it's there's levels to it, but I don't mind knowing like the behind the scenes. I love the process of things, how things came to be. Mm-hmm. I love knowing the storyline. I love the behind the scenes photos and videos and pictures and oh, knowing all the things, you know? So do I. I feel- it, it, it humanizes people to me too, but it gives me a full scope, you know? Ah, but you want to know about their personal world? Or do you want to know... What you're talking about is like behind the scenes of a project, which is like work. No, no, no. All of it. If this oh, okay. is, this just so happens to be the topic, okay. and we now know because it's public. If, if it wasn't public, I wouldn't have gone searching for it, or you know, I would have had no reason to. Gotcha. I wouldn't have looked into that. But it was trending on Twitter that day, and so boom. It was right in front of my face. So now I'm like, wow, how many girls are there? What are their stories? I'm just curious. Yeah. Not even really making a judgment one way or the other. Yeah. Um. But yes, all of it, like this situation, but also, yeah, I'd love to hear d- about Denzel's life story, Denzel Washington, mm-hmm. one of my favorite actors. I want to know like everything that made him him. How does he get into a character? Like all that kind of stuff. I'm like a nerd for the behind the scenes stuff. So I don't mind them being humanized on this kind of level, if that makes sense, exposing no, things. It totally does. I And like, no, it totally does. Now I'm almost like swimming in circles like maybe do i retract it it's just i just watching his monologue video sure like this is completely unnecessary the way he did it maybe 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 also went on for too long i i i don't want to break down his apology video but i mean i feel like he could have left some things out oh my god but i think that he was just trying to be i assume he was trying to be open about what's going on in his life how did he get to the point of talking to all these different girls where we're seeing screenshots of emails and texts and DMs. How did he, it was so many women. And he even said like, there was way more women than that, than just the ones that came out publicly. Uh, I think he was just trying to give us the full scope of like where he is in his world, like where he, you know, cause he was cheating on his fiance. He was mm-hmm. cheating on all these different women with each other. So him letting us know all that, I think was just him trying to, Say, look, I'm human too. I make mistakes. I know, but you know? I feel like so many people it's put just me up on this much. pedestal as an actor, as a comedian. I'm funny and I'm this and I'm that. But I th- like, I I made some mistakes in the past, and this is really bad. It looks bad. It is bad. Whatever, whatever. But you know, 
I feel like I've hit my breaking point with it. Is you know? I got you. Yeah, because it's, it's, like, it's happening almost every day. It oh seems my like God. every week, it's like a new celebrity so, that they did this, and so, these are buried in their basement. Well, <laughs> what what bothers me about it is, as a woman, I'm like, this is just too much. Like some cases and allegations are making me feel like we're women. We are diluting this. We're diluting it. Even me is like. There are too many. I'm not paying attention anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that is what I don't like to see. The victim is being forgotten every mm. single time. Mm. And then it goes back to him just talking about a sex addiction. No, I, I mean, like. It, he made it about himself. Exactly. So, that so, could have been left out. So it's like, just what's, like, what's wrong with this? Is what's wrong with me? And this is why I was doing what I did. Mm-hmm. Right? We don't need to know you have a sex addiction. You did what you did, and it was wrong. And let's leave it and apologize for that and leave it at that. Right? Yeah. Telling us about your sex addiction makes us kind of. Some people might feel bad for him. Like, oh, Crystal Lee, I love him. He's an actor. He's my favorite comedian. And now, like, dang, he has a sex addiction. We forget all about all the people he's hurt throughout the, you know? It yeah. takes the, the the whole process. It takes the cake. God. So, yeah, it's just a lot. I know. I think I kind of talked in circles, but I just wanted to say I think all of that is we're in a murky place with it in our society sure. and media. And obviously, I don't know which way is up, but mm-mm, no way. And no, I'm not a fan of his anymore. You would because, not go Because of that him. video. <laughs> Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I kind of stopped. No, everything came out. I was like, I'm not surprised, and I kind of stopped anyway. I mean, he looks creepy. You know what was funny? Yeah, I thought he was always kind of creepy. I had, like, all his comedy specials. I don't know if they even still are on Netflix, but I had most of I, because after watching him on you, and I was like, oh, yeah, that's a comedian guy. I was Mm -hmm. like, oh, he's pretty funny. This is a weird character. It's kind of creepy, but it's just a part to play in a show at the time. That's what I'm thinking. And I had, um, I was like, I need to check out his stuff. I've heard he's funny. And I added all his comedy specials that were on Netflix to my list. And I was planning on watching them all like in order from oldest to, to newest and stuff. And then this happened and I was like, yeah, I have yeah, no real interest me. in watching this guy. You know, I mean, I don't want to c- cancel him and all of that kind of stuff. But like, it's, I'm just not interested anymore. Well, and because you know? even in his I comedy, watched. I used to like it when I was younger. I mean, he's like a jerk in his comedy. So kind like this bad. stuff coming out is like. Okay, now no, it's all just too real. You've just been ruined. There was one. He has one little bit about. Um, anyway, he, he has one, one little bit I used to really, really love, and now about drunk girls. Have you seen his drunk girls thing? Nah, I don't think so. Or maybe that's why I'm so broken up about it because it used to be so funny to me, and now I think it was all in his comedy now. And now I'm like, oh, that was real. Ooh. Oh God. Oh boy, you told on yourself there, buddy. Oh my God. I maybe. guess that's really what it is. Allegedly, Com- comedy's just telling stories anyway. Anyway, yeah. there goes my rant with that. I feel like too many people are sharing too much. And like all the stuff about Army Hammer, I'm like, I don't want to see these text messages. I don't want to see these tweets, mm-hmm. man. That's somebody's personal life. I know you're famous, but like, can't we draw a line somewhere? There is no line anymore. Yeah. I kind of understand that. But I think, yeah, these people are like, you know what? The world needs to know that you're a bad person or you did this. I'm accusing you of this, whatever the case. And you need to be held accountable. I think that's the point. There are a select few cases where it's maybe, oh, I'm just just trying to get canceled or whatever. But uh, I don't what know. I know now, but, but when you say that though, you're like, yeah, but what person is perfect and like so altruistic all the time? The world would be so boring. I know. But I guess it's that people are trying to change sad, the system. I mean. It's true. Like, and let yeah. this be known as a this is not uh, acceptable behavior. You need to be held accountable and all those things. And if people don't know about it, he said it himself. He would have kept going had this not happened. He would have. He was going down a, a hole, and he would have just kept going and whatever, whatever. True. And so, 
I hate to even say this because it goes back to the point I was just making about him making it about himself. But in the end, hopefully these women get healed and they, they get the, the closure that they need on these situations and they can, they, they're able to move on. And also the same for him, mm, you know, true. maybe he gets, hopefully he gets the help he needs and, and, and all that stuff too. Well, amen. Way to end it on a positive note. It did mention in the video, I think he and his fiance are still together. So just, yeah. All right. That's another level. So good for, I mean, good for him, I guess. Right. You know? mm, well, here we go. Eh, I'm glad we got to talk about that, though, because sure. I did want to just see how you feel about yeah. it. Yeah. I watched it and I just kind of shook my head like, Ugh. oh, boy. Well, all right. All right. I don't know if I got anything else. Girl Scout cookies are coming back. I'm really excited about that. I think there's going to be a box waiting for me at my house. Breakup influences are a thing we're going to talk about tomorrow. And 40 pounds of cocaine was found in a Frosted Flakes I have forgot to get to that on the show. In Cincinnati. Let's talk about that tomorrow, I guess. Yeah, we'll talk about that tomorrow. Uh, all right, so thanks for tuning in to the After Party. Subscribe. It's Monday. Here's a little tidbit for you. The word chef actually means boss. Makes sense. They're the highest uh, ranking person in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know in what language. I'll look. That I'll let you know that tomorrow. <laughs> oh, tune in tomorrow <laughs> to find out where chef language of origin. All right. But have a good night.